Hi there. Hi there. Hi there. The great tit is a bird. The great tit is a bird. The great tit is a bird. Hey, Mamai. I just arrived. I'm taking the red eye. Though, I guess with a nine hour flight, then a four hour layover, then a seven hour flight, everything's a red eye. And it's the first time I've been completely alone in weeks. Not sure if that's good, because everyone around me is on their phone, deep in their music, or calling someone, or whatever, and I want to be on the phone too. I want to call you. You screwed me up, but you're the only one I could talk to about my crazy stuff. You're the only one who didn't judge me or try to solve me. So I was thinking, what if I turn on my recorder and pretend? Pretend I'm calling you. Pretend you're picking up. And then later, I'll listen to this and, I don't know, like channel you. I'll be my own mamai. I can't think of what else to do because all this crap is all built up inside me. All this confusion from everything this summer. My body's still changing fast and weird. And I don't know how to live with it. Maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe my body's telling me my days are numbered. Just like your body told you. So I'm just going to tell you what happened. And I know you'll listen. And maybe later, I don't know, you can find me when I'm sleeping or on the bus or bored at school or whatever and tell me what I should do. Because there are people, they're still alive, but if they die, I'd... I don't know how I'm going to live with it. You know what, though? They deserved it. No one blames me. No one really even knows. And I know, I know you'd tell me to call Bobby, but he's too practical, you know that. And Rolly, he's too little and already a chip off the old Bobby. But with you, I don't need to explain my issues to you, because you caused most of them. Your sickness made me sick, and it still does. It's Brief Explainer from Empirican Broadcasting Corporation. I'm your host, Tyrone Bryant. Today's question is from a young listener in Valdemore City. This is Renea. I'm a high school senior in Valdemore and a huge fan. Um, so my question is, is scars fatal if you already had bird bruise? Renea, that's a great question. Scars or systemic coagulation and acute rubiolic syndrome has been called the second coming of rubella since it causes ruby red rashes. But severe aches and seizures are the most dangerous symptoms. They may indicate clotting throughout the body and potentially the brain. The virus that causes scars is related to the virus that causes acute pupura syndrome, commonly known as bird bruise. Pregnant women who contracted bird bruise would sometimes see bruising or rubiolic rash in their babies. Some experts say that contracting bird bruise early in life 
can improve the chances of recovering from scars. Other experts argue that an immune system weakened by bird bruise can make one more vulnerable to severe scars. Thanks for your question, Renea. Please join us next time for a brief explainer from the EBC. And Papi was going nuts. What with you dying and his co-workers and the kids at school being so nasty, calling us like parrot eaters, skagits. They made Rolly cry every week at minimum and my skin got so freaking awful. Open sores all over, almost like having scars again, though I tested negative this time. The doctor gave me those elegabalin pills again, but they stopped working. I kept getting so itchy I'd cut myself up without thinking. You know how I can always unconsciously find that hidden point at the corner of my fingernail and make myself bleed all over. Or better yet, and this is a new one you don't know, I'd use the shower to do it. I'd put the water temp on scalding and aqua scratch with the shower head. It felt so good. And it wasn't technically scratching since I wasn't using my nails. But I'd aqua scratch for so long, Poppy started getting annoyed. He thought I was messing with the power. Like when I'd use my hair dryer, a fuse would blow out on one side of the house. Or when I'd use the electric kettle, the fuse would blow out on the other side. And you know I can fix everything that breaks, but they'd only break when I touched them. Then Papi got a message from Dr. Monamie. Mr. Mendoza, this is Dr. Monamie, Renea School Counselor at Valdemore High. I was calling to share my deepest condolences over the loss of your ex-wife. Please let me know if there is anything I can do to support your family. I know this has been so hard for Renea and so hard on her skin. It hits hard for me too because just like your ex-wife, I contracted bird bruise when I was a young girl and I was devastated to learn that your ex-wife had both bird bruise and scars. I also want to tell you about an opportunity. My friend Edwin Sukaris runs a research group at Tahina Institute of Technology that could use someone with Renea's talents. The application deadline is next week. I know it is a very difficult time, but I wanted to make sure you knew about this opportunity since Renea is so uncommonly gifted. This summer, the research group, they are called DeGiant, short for Digital Anthropology. They will use brain imaging devices to detect post-scars seizures and other brain-related symptoms. They will study teenagers in in situ, the largest informal settlement in Mayaka, Faremia. I grew up in in situ and I will be there this summer too. So I am sending over more information and some books that Renea might enjoy while she is recuperating. 
a memoir by an in situ girl who became a famous journalist, a graphic novel of Foremian legends, and a book called The Fruit of the Hive that discusses the roots of this summer's research. I hope she enjoys them. And I am including Renea's sketchbook. She must have left it behind the last time she was at school. If there is anything else she needs, just call me. And she can call me anytime. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bobby got so excited. He was like, if that Tahina group hires you, you'll be all set for college. He went on and on about how Tina's the best engineering school. Maybe they'll give me a gold scholarship, just like him. How back in the day, Papi got a gold scholarship to come here. Blah, 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 blah. Gold scholarship? I should have known. Anyway, he pushed me to call Dr. Wanami about it. Though... Well, if there was anyone at school I'd pick to call, it would be her, so... Renea, I am so glad you called me, and I hope I answered all your questions. Just one more. I wanted to ask, you'll be in Mayaka too this summer? Yes, absolutely. <sighs> Good. Okay. Okay, I'll apply. Wonderful, dear. From what the giant told me, they seek someone just like you. I wouldn't have accepted the position. I wouldn't have even applied if she wasn't going to be there in Mayaka. We were supposed to spend the summer together. But then, on the day of my flight, Renea, I am so sorry, but I cannot leave Valdemar yet. You probably heard. There is trouble with the teacher, Mr. Johnson. So the board requested that all the counselors work on site while they investigate. But do not worry. A taxi will be waiting for you at Mayaka Airport and will take you straight to Insitu Community Center where Medina will meet you. I found the taxi in Mayaka, but just after I got in, it started raining torrentially, so it took hours to drive just a couple miles on the highway, but we finally made it to Insitu, and it kind of looked like where you grew up, Amai. Like, a sea of tiny, rusty, corrugated houses painted in bright colors, gravelly roads, alleys red with mud. The taxi dropped me at Insitu Community Center, well, near it, only a few meters away, but it was downpouring so hard it looked impossibly far. And I wanted to jump back in, but the taxi was gone. My shoes were stuck in the mud, my suitcase was sinking, and the sky opened up with a crack of lightning. And I heard you, Mamai. And I thought, I'm done. I thought, this lightning is Mamai coming for me. And just like you, it would hurt. It would hurt. It would hurt me. And then it would be over. And it would be such a relief. But the lightning stopped just 
in front of my face, splintering into a gazillion tendrils circling around my hips, shoulders, my neck, round and round, like a roulette ball. It lifted me off the ground, but it didn't hurt. It actually felt good, warm, like a bright, blinding hug. So maybe it was you. Then the light vanished, dropped me in the mud, and someone was standing over me. Hi, Renea. It's Medina, your summer roommate. Dr. Monamie asked me to meet you at NCC. I apologize. I'll be ten minutes late. See you soon. Medina was kind of stunning. Not face fire gorgeous like Dr. Monamie, but like how you used to say, there are some people you just know. Let's get you dry, Medina said, no nonsense but gentle. And when she pulled me up from the mud, her hands were gentle too. This was the second year the giant hired her as a, they had a funny name for it, a cultural ambassador. Apparently last summer and in situ, there were so many complaints about the giant's cultural cluelessness that their sponsors made them hire a cultural ambassador to rep the community. But in the giant, I was the only one who listened to Medina. I guess I had to since we were living together in a place the giant rented from Dr. Monamie's relative. Though I really think they were paying Medina to babysit me. But it was cool. She makes great chicken that tastes just like Fricky G's Masala Nuggets. And she liked our situation. It gave her a break from all her siblings and in C2, where her mama had bird bruise when she was pregnant with Medina, just like how you got bird bruise when you were pregnant with me, right? And just like me, Medina had awful skin that got better after she had scars. In Mayaka, all my micro scabs and plaques flaked off leaving my skin so smooth. I was bouncing up and down. Medina was laughing and I was like, yo, I can wear short sleeves now. I think it was around when we started at the giant. We were waiting in that same yard, the lightning yard, between Insitu Community Center where the giant set up their study and Athena High where Medina is still a student though she's already 19. Because even now, the pandemic's still messing up school. When I said that Mayakin sunshine was a gazillion times better than Empirican sunshine, Medina said, Mayakin sun is magic, lifted her face to the sky and spun around, her movements so big that a stray chicken squawked. Little kids and mamas head balancing big bundles stopped and watched and for once they weren't staring at my foreign face. Some even waved at us. And I could tell that Medina was already a trusted leader in Insitu. But then she suddenly stopped spinning 
because she'd been getting headaches ever since her last health exam. So I said, let's go shopping later. I'll get his t-shirts. I'd learned not to talk about shopping unless it was for everyone. See, shedding my cluelessness. Medina looked at my shoulder, then pinched it. Her finger seemed to be searching for something, and I was like, what are you doing? Finally, she let go and said we would shop later, that I should borrow her clothes for now. But I couldn't do that. I couldn't carry off her poppin' style. All her long-sleeved boy shirts would be huge on me, and it would be clueless to take her things. But I guess she knew something was up, because while most of my plaques kept flaking off, five kept growing. Two around my shoulder joints, two around my hip joints, one around the base of my neck, five ring-shaped plaques. So I eventually gave in and took some of her shirts because I was getting worried. The plaques were hardening. They started extruding in patterns. They started looking like scales. Reptile scales. Hello, thanks for taking my call. You're on a secure line, yes? Good, I've acquired her data. Ah, you know those empedicans. Utterly gullible. I send a link from her friend's number. She clicks and huzzah! I'm in her phone. Everything you asked about. And I mean everything. No, of course, that's not all of it. Don't worry, she says quite a few interesting tidbits. She gets to it soon. The helmets, the graduate students, the scales, all of it. But next time, patience, old chap. All right, I'll post it to that site, thegreattittiesofbird.com. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I'll tell you later, but you do know how to access it, yes? Don't be silly. <sighs> I know, the whole project depends on it. Sooner, right? Goodbye. The Great Tit is a bird dot com.